KBUT, The Butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 19 hours, 30 minutes, 30 seconds. Universal Time, 0 hours, 30 minutes, 35 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master The Butt. New Las Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by. Many kinds, where can we start? We like them dumb and we like them smart. I like the ones with the pretty eyes. Well, I like all kinds of guys. Stop. What happens? How about the ones we especially like? Which ones? You know, the ones with the Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. It is December 9th, 2021. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the butt. This is Dr. Whoever. Hey, Dr. Whoever. Let's get this show on the road. Boom. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. Well, hello, Mr. Jesse. Hey, Dr. Whoever, how are you? I'm doing good, doing good. I know we had a another rough start today. We were doing so good for a while, you know? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's not easy, like, getting a whole podcast and mics and GarageBand mm-hmm. and everything that goes along with it. Well, and the video incorporated was today, the first day of video incorporation, and that was... I mean, that was actually the easiest part of the video incorporation. It was everything else I forgot. Yeah, and I think it's, it's like a twelve-step process. And, and for listeners, it was definitely my fault. I I, I, I didn't get COVID, but I got pretty decently sick over uh, Thanksgiving with the coughing and the sneezing. And you know what's crazy? Like I, I entered this like new world we're in, where when you get a cold during the wintertime, like literally the first thought is like, "Oh shit, I got COVID." I'm gonna die. Or like, now. I need COVID tests. Or like. Yeah, like the, it just is so extreme before you'd be like ah got a cold now it's just when you get a cold it's like a whole new level you know what I mean you gotta get a PCR test and everybody thinks you're COVID positive and you got that Omicron and everything I mean you know but I think um, what's happened though and we had this conversation prior is that I mean, before when you were sick, you would just go to work or you would go to school, you'd rough it out. And, you know, even in the workplace, you'd be like, oh, you're sick? So work, work through it. Yeah. And I think that's completely changed now. It's like it when you're sick, people are like, oh, stay home, you know, yes. take care of yourself. And I think there's there's this new uh, idea of what it means to actually take care of yourself when you're Working sick. Working from and home, not, yeah. yeah. and not spread the virus even further than it already is, you know I mean? and, which is a good thing because when I was in high school – 
I remember kids going to school because their parents would just, you know, send them to school and they'd be sick and then the whole class would be sick, the teacher would be sick, and then, you know, the vicious cycle, the whole school's got what one person had because their parents didn't want them to stay yeah. home or the school wanted them to go to school, so, you know what I mean? I don't know, though, but if I did that, like... I feel like I'm sick like once a week, like I have a headache or something. You know what I mean? Like I'd never do anything anymore. <laughs> I mean, for me, it was more of like the coughing and the sneezing. Sure, sure. And you know how it is. Like I think everybody who listens to the show can can uh, can agree with this. Like when you sneeze now or when you cough, you're like, oh shit! Oh people, my god! People yes. are gonna look at me. Yeah, you know I mean, you're not allowed and to like, cough anymore. Yeah, it's, it's not like allowed. like you can't cough and can't sneeze anymore nope. without people like oh, sneezing's over. Especially with the new variant now, people are can't like. Do it. They're super hyper-conscious about Can't you know, do COVID it, again, so... <laughs> yeah. Well, um, we have some breaking news on, oh, Jesse. I like breaking news. Yeah, we'll get into that here in one second. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. It's ugh, almost halfway through December. There's red and green everywhere. It is disgusting. I don't like it. It's freezing. It's dark at 4.30, but that's okay. Let's play some positive piano music and talk about Jesse Smiley. <laughs> I'm gonna have to have you pronounce his name for me. I know it's funny to make fun of it, but we should pronounce it correctly at some point. Oh, Jesse Smollett. I'm sure someone will say it on the news. Yeah, I know Well, this actually just came down. It's literally on the news right now, breaking news. Feel free to turn your head. Um, so Jesse Smollett, right? Jesse Smollett or Jesse? It is Jesse, right? Jesse Smollett. Is it a J? You, it's a, I mean, I, mean, I think Jesse. It's, it's Jesse, but I think a lot of people just said Jesse. I think it's Jesse. And I really do. I think it's Jesse. Because you're a, you're a Jesse. I think he's a Jesse. You don't want to be confused. Yeah. And it's you don't want to be confused with him. It's a small let. Yes, so small like French kind of like pronunciation. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, but, Canadian? But, but, I, but I knew him prior because, you know, I know you didn't watch the show. I've never seen that. But Empire no. was a huge show on Fox. And I think, you know, it like had this like hip hop component to it. And so I was kind of a, a fan of his and like a fan of Empire before all this craziness happened. And that show just literally went from like the biggest show on TV to like nothing overnight it. after some of this. I'd never even heard of the show until this. So I mean, I mean, maybe it made people watch it more. I don't know. But um, I guess boo on him. This is live right now. Um, let's see what this is. Can we pull up? The, there's a news video live, I think. Let's see what they're saying. I can't hear it. It's very low. I think their audio is off, but it says live. Let's see. Oh, here we go. I told the jury that I thought the evidence was overwhelming that, in fact, Mr. Smollett had faked a hate crime and then lied to the police about it and then compounded his crimes by lying to the jury during the course of this trial and insulting their intelligence. That's what I told the jury in my closing argument. With the resounding verdict we just received from this jury after one day of deliberations, in which they found Mr. Smollett guilty of virtually all charges of doing exactly what we said he did, of reporting... A so this is what they didn't like. Um, I heard this earlier, but it was like five minutes ago. What he's about to say is, this guy basically fabricated all this nonsense, so we threw the book at him. It's basically what he's about to say. Exactly what we said he did. And what I think is important about this verdict <coughs> is that a lot of you from Chicago know that it was a couple years ago when uh, the court system came to me and wanted me to become special prosecutor because there was a feeling that things that had happened in the past 
that there never was a public trial and that this controversial events that occurred regarding Mr. Smollett and what he did to this city and what he did to the Chicago Police Department never had a chance to put it in front of a jury and let a jury decide, after hearing all the evidence, whether what Mr. Smollett was right or wrong, because it's very controversial. I agreed to do that because I felt it was also important for the Cook County Judicial System to get a trial. Whether we won or lost the trial was not the issue. What was the issue is that what Mr. Smollett had done in this city should be aired in front of a public trial where all the evidence comes out, all the talk on social media may or may not be true, but the true facts, I thought, needed to come out, and we did it. We became special prosecutors, and the rest is history. We've now won this case, and I want to point out that there's enormous effort was put in when I agreed to take the special prosecutor role. So basically what he's saying is, hey, you know, we want... They if he wouldn't have uh, came out and lied to the prosecutor, if he wouldn't have came out and made up this whole, like, blatantly fabricated story, I think um, they're saying it might have, you know, this would have been kind of like, and eh, but he's kept on and on about it, you know what I mean? He just, like, didn't want to come clean at all. I think that's the biggest part of this. But he could go to prison for, like, five years, I think they said. Doubt that'll happen. What do you think? You think he'll probably get some probation? Any prison, uh, yeah, probably some probation or something. Yeah. I mean... I guess this is a good example of, you know, I don't know, just don't make up shit. You know, you always hear about girls claim fake rape on a dude or something and stuff ever never really happens, but um, this is one, it's a um, in your face. In your face, suck So, um, we'll see what happens with that. It's probably just a big, this is just like a, gonna be like a big um, publicity stunt, but whatever, whatever. Um, we missed the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor the other day, Jesse. We were supposed to be doing this show. We just completely missed that, but, you know, we're going to throw it out there. Um, what else? Oh, we haven't seen that Dave Chappelle Netflix that everybody's talking about, Jesse. Um, you haven't seen it? Do you know anybody that's seen it? No, the, the I new one apparently is uh, more raunchy than normal, and people are a little, um, I don't know, a little outraged. But what does Netflix do? They make him the headliner for the 2022 Comedy Festival. Oh, jeez. So, I mean, come on, people. <laughs> like, all this pub is just giving people exactly what they want, more money in their pockets, so they can, you know, just go out and sell more shows. Um, you want to get into some, uh, some just kind of top-of-the-headline news today? I love headline news. Let's do it. All right, we'll be right back. This is the Dr. Rebbit Project. Hey everybody, come on in! Tell me, what's the Why? Local consensus places. Here is the Jesus running up. 
too good. I found it. Because I changed my name of the, of the loop back, the primary loop back, to, to Master when it came over, uh, 11. Oh, yeah. When I changed that, I can do that. The doctor, whoever touched, is on a mystery song. Get bent back into shape with the doctor, whoever touched. I can hear you over there, I can hear you through here. Oh, it's been one of those days, Mr. Jesse. It's been one of those days. Alright, well, in other news, let's talk about abortion. That's always fun. Um, when is that set to go into. Um, like, I know they're talking about it and deliberating, it's already definitely been in the news, but when is that decision set to be, you know, coming out, like, on the books? Is that soon? Like, next week? This week? Or, or do they have a, de I don't even know how they work. Does the Supreme Court have a deadline? Does somebody say, hey, let's get a decision? Or do they kind of just, like, do whatever they please? I'm like, not exactly sure of the timeline, but it, it usually is something of this magnitude, it's... There's a quick return. Either they accept to hear the case or they don't. So, well, I mean, they've already accepted to hear the case. I mean, now they're deciding on the case, right? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So like, is there a time when they say they're going to come out and actually say when it's going to be? No, we'll get it like an announcement early in the morning. So um, they uh, they haven't actually said like it's going to come out on this day or anything like no, that. No, because not You would think so. There would be like protests and stuff like that, right? Maybe. Yeah, possibly. not that I'm aware of. Interesting. Well, we'll keep we'll keep alert of that. I'm also not used to this new brand new fancy iPad that I have. Um, so I'm like struggling with that as well today. It's just oh, it's just one of those days, Jesse. What else can we talk about? Um, I do want to talk about Alec Baldwin a little bit. So let's take a little quick break and we'll be right back. And let's talk about Alec Baldwin because I do feel terrible for that guy. Uh, this is the Dr. Ever Project. We'll be right back. So alive, I can't die, I'm in mode Ahead of my time, like I climb into a pool Get money all the time Watch the bitches for my line So uh, Alec Baldwin did go on uh, ABC News and he did an interview and pretty much gave his side of the story. Um, the biggest thing I took out of it, Jesse, is he's, he says he never pulled a trigger. Have you heard any of this? Any of this about this? No, I haven't heard that. Um, he says he didn't pull a trigger that it was like uh, one of those guns like you have as a kid where you like a cap gun and you like pull it back and you snap it or whatever and it's like snapping. It has a little, you can like play with it like bing, 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 you know, like you know that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so he claims he never actually even pulled a trigger that the gun um, went off in that kind of fashion. And he also claims he never was, because he claims that would never point the gun at a person and pull a trigger. So like, from what I get from that, it's like, goes back to the blocking. Like They were just saying, put your arm out at a 45 degree angle and maybe puts your finger on that thing and he maybe he is like a normal person like you get a toy in your hand it doesn't matter how old you are you want to play with it right mm -hmm. maybe he just wanted to play with it um here's a quick little this is like a 15 minute clip from the thing so we'll just see if there's anything interesting in this segment so it was with uh, george stephanopoulos i know you like him so we can find anything interesting in here 
young grandson. Baldwin, the film's star, is also one of the producers. Very excited, very, very, so excited that we finally got this made because every independent film has many false starts. You know what I mean? And when it finally goes, you finally get, you feel like a plane. When you finally get some lift under your wings, it's very, very gratifying. I am a purely creative producer. My authorities as a producer are casting and script, which are actually married to the role of being a lead actor in a film. So you're not the kind of producer who's looking at the line item of each budget? No. That's another thing he said. He's like, I'm not the person that picks like the gaffer or the best boy or the light breaker person. You know what I'm saying? He's like, that's not his job. He was like a, you know when you see like a movie? He's above like, that. Yeah, way above that. There's like a million people on these like things for, you know, produce production. Like, there's like a million names when you see like, like the Game of Thrones. Remember like the credits were longer than the freaking show. Oh, so no, 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 no. There, there are basically two types of producers who are who are really in charge of production: people that raise the money, and the people who spend the money. My consultations or approvals were completely about casting and about the script. I don't hire anybody in the crew. I don't Not even me. the cinematographer. No one. No, no. But w- w- he will apprise me of what he's doing, and he'll say to me, "I got Helena Hutchins to be the DP." I said, oh, "How do you feel about that? Are you excited?" I'm very excited. She's wonderful. What did you know about Helena Hutchins before she started working on this? I knew nothing about her until so Joel said to me, "I got her. She was fantastic." The next day, they were gone. So you had no sense from anyone on the set that people had been stretched to the point where safety was compromised. No, no. I never heard one word about that, none, none. Russ producers told ABC News, Mr. Looper's allegations around budget and safety are patently false, which is not surprising, considering his job was to be a camera operator and he had absolutely nothing to do with or knowledge of safety protocols or budgets. Yeah, see, I think that's what this whole thing's gonna come down to. It's like, who the person whose job it, it really was, was their job, you know? And like, somebody somewhere in the line just failed in their job you see it in your job i've seen it in my job it happens all the time but in this case someone's negligence or you know playful playfulness or whatever you want to say risky behavior caused someone to get killed you Mm -hmm. know what i mean Mm -hmm. i don't know let's uh we can move on from that one there's something going on taylor swift and olivia rodrigo I know you always, you like to think that all these celebrities write their songs and I always make fun of you. I'm like, they, never said that. they don't write their songs. That's, that's a misquote. I am, I know, acknowledge exactly who writes their songs. That's why I'm adamant when you say something about Adele or Adele. Well, you say that they're like on I said they write the, the majority of their, their music. Do they? Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, anyway. it's a reason why they're they're worth so much money compared to other artists because they they own the rights of their music. Did like them, Taylor so. Swift write a song for Olivia Rodrigo or something? Because it says like Taylor Swift is being removed from Grammy nom- nomination for Sour. Um, I just assumed that was why, but I don't really know. Then it starts to go on and talk about like Marilyn Manson and shit. I don't even know what this is. Oh my god. So weird. It says, uh, Taylor Swift removed nominee Grammy album Song of the Year Sour, citing submission error. What? A submission error. Uh, why is this even a story? This is so weird. And then it goes on to talk about like the decision to remove Manson. Was Marilyn Manson on this song? I have no idea. There's so many names on here. I guess maybe Marilyn. It's not that 
You know what Yoda, Yoda, Yoda is, Dr. Weber? It's not that that they could have wrote the song. On the what, song. What it is is that there could be sample... Uh, oh, little, is that what it is? You know, say a guitar riff. Gotcha. Or, or like you know, that little some part from um, Sweet Dreams. And, yeah, there, there, like there could be Manson some type song? of like element to the song to, okay. enough to where they need to cite song credit uh, to avoid being sued. So they just pay them up front instead of, you know, waiting for a lawsuit. Interesting. So that's why you might see some artists on there that uh, don't always contribute to the song, but had a song that maybe are similar or have, have there's some lyrics on there that are used from a previous song. Hmm. Alright, we'll move on from that one. Very interesting. You know this, um, 19 Kids and Counting? I don't think you ever watched that show. I didn't really either. You know I like those TLC shows, like the fat people and the hoarders and all? So I would always see, like, commercials for this show on there, and they were like one of those weirdo Christian-y families that had, like, I guess 19 kids, and they kept having more. Mm -hmm. Um, but one of the sons uh, one of the oldest ones might be the oldest one there's been things for years about him and like weird things like i guess he he sexually assaulted some of his sisters and they like came out and admitted it and that came out and then um i guess now the most thing is the most recent thing is they found like child pornography on his computer and i guess multiple videos some people say it's like the worst stuff they've ever seen um but i think his actual case came down to date and he was found guilty 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 as well mr jesse no no i'm pretty sure um it's been a guilty day for a lot of people today yep four hours ago let's see what this says 19 kids and counting found guilty on child pornography charges Ugh. yep from the tlc show 19 kids and counting he was accused of molesting his sisters and a babysitter as well and he was just found guilty today of downloading and possessing child pornography. The 33-year-old was convicted on the one count. Ugh. During the six-day trial, jurors were allowed to view the content as well to see what it was. And he has six young children himself, Jesse. Mm. Wow. Interesting. You never know, you know, with the Christians, you never know what you're going to get with those guys. Didn't that Joel Osteen preacher, they found like a bunch of money in his, uh, behind like a wall in his bathroom, like this week or something, like $600,000 from like little Jimmy to say, here Jesus, help me from my tumor. I didn't hear about that. You didn't hear about that? Mm -hmm. Well, since we're talking about money and stuff, I got some interesting worker news. The worker, the worker change is freaking real, Mr. Jesse. Oh my God, were we not, did I not have this button clicked the entire time or did it turn off? I'm not sure what I just did over there, to be honest. I'm just so off today. I'm having trouble. saving has affected you uh, extensively. But how, I know it still killed me. Like I was sick for a while. I think I just fixed. Well, it what did I? What did I say earlier? Is like we should just like have you like they can build those chambers where you just freeze uh, someone for a certain period of time. Just let you like From keep December, you in the chamber. Eighth like, to now, like I would say November. November because it starts hitting before Thanksgiving. Like oh, November yes, to like the day before. It's New not Year's. as bad here because it's not as cold. So I don't like think about uh, it. It's pretty until cold it, like, outside right now. Yeah, now it is. Uh, seriously, but a couple days ago, I started just to be like, oh, I hate this time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well. 
Let's see what we're gonna talk about. Oh yeah, I wanna tell you this story about um, Tyson's Food, Jesse. I mean, everybody likes chicken, but um, Tyson's Food is uh, doing some kind of interesting in their corporate, um, I don't know, their, their corporate attempt to retain employees that they desperately need. So uh, we'll be right back and I'm gonna tell you all about that right here on the Dr. Ever Project as I try to get it together. your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT. The butt. This is Dr. Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT. The butt. So that worker shortage seems to be more real than anything else I've noticed myself, uh, Jesse. You know, they, I think that's the real supply chain issue in America right now. I know we noticed it ourselves trying to get one of those stupid... 34 cent or whatever they were, Whoppers and Burger King, just for the fun of it. We thought it would be a fun little experience, and two times in a row we didn't get it, with the uh, second time turning out to be this, like, rudest experience. One of the rudest experiences I've ever, I've ever had at, like, a fast food establishment. Yeah, and the, the excuse for why they were being rude was just, like, ridiculous. Was, uh, I don't even like this job anyway, punk. <laughs> no, it was, it was just mostly, like... We're understaffed, and and you know what I mean, and which I get, which I get. A lot of a lot of business are understaffed, but like, when does that give you like a green light? I just light don't to, know though. Like, are, like shit. But Jesse, I question that. How many cars were in line? Two, Nobody. three. They're not even open on the inside anymore. How many people? It, if it takes more people to sell someone a cheeseburger, then that's maybe you do have more problems, and that's something you need to be looking into. I mean, it's a freaking cheeseburger, you know. You see people out cashing money, making the cheeseburger, doing it on from food trucks. You don't. They don't need five people back there doing all that shit. I don't know. It's just like it's not like it's a. Like that Chipotle we go to, it's always a disaster. They have more employees than ever are employees in the door. I don't see how they're turning a profit. There's obviously a breakdown in like how people are doing things or if it's just that there's not enough workers so it's taking way too long to teach people how to do anything. I mean, I don't know. Mm -mm -mm. Well, Tyson Foods, Jesse, they're offering workers a three-day week and they're going to pay them for the enough time to still benefit to still qualify for benefit benefits, Jesse. Okay. So they're gonna get paid for working 36 hours, but they only actually were gonna be working 27 hours. Now that's, that's a bad. deal right there. That's, that's a good deal. Like that's that's a deal. I mean, can can we be honest about it? Like, I think for the longest time, like all these larger corporations have been racking in like billions and millions of dollars in profits every year, and it's it's always been off the back of like low-wage workers and i think now that we're trying we're seeing like the demand change where it's workers are in the positions to you know demand certain things about their work environment and how much they get paid and all of a sudden it's, we've seen this you know pivot to where oh now we can do this oh now we can pay you this much um 
One before, it was literally like if you got $15 an hour, it was the end of the world. You know, McDonald's was closing down and blamed the people that got $15 an hour. And when you really look at a bit, when you really look at McDonald's, like the CEO gets paid, I don't know how many millions of dollars, probably 20, 30 million dollars a year. Well, see, and that's the thing. Yet, yet it was going to be stop that. working, they're not going to be able to make this money because they're not going to be able to make their product. So that's something that's what they and, figured and, out. And that's my exact point is yeah. like, where is, the, where is the actual value of the employee really appreciated? It's not at, it wasn't at the ground level. We are a it was people at, it economy was at the, and a it was time at the corporate economy level. now. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. it's really those experiences you have in the drive through in the work in mm-hmm. the actual, you know, McDonald's that, that make you come back. It's not I'll never CEO. go back to Burger King the, again. Yeah, this I mean the CEO that chicken are sandwich the ones is not that, even that good. Yeah, the CEO are the ones that make like the marketing plans and like, you know, the financial stuff, which is great, which is really important. But at the break don't devalue the workers that yes, are actually flipping the burgers all that and interacting stuff you with, did with just, like customers. Because all that stuff you did in the boardroom doesn't mean shit. If, you know what I mean, if it breaks down, like you can have this whole plan, like they had this whole website built for this experience to get these anniversary, it was for the anniversary of Burger King, so it was this like whole thing, and then the whole cycle of it, 75%, took you through this whole experience, collected our data, I haven't even thought about Burger King hardly ever and forever, but we're going to try to do it, we did it once, it was it was a little late at night, like 10 o'clock, the guy oh, was you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta do the experience, so... Going into the oh, drive-thru. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's nowhere in the commercial. Like, we don't really do the gimmicky things, but we were hungry and like, hey, Burger King, let's let's try it. And there so was we, nobody we go there. to the drive-thru. There's no one behind us. Like, hey, we'll take two Whoppers, your 39-cent little anniversary. We were trying like, just to be and then, funny. And then, yeah, we're just just trying to do it to see how it goes, you know, the, the gauge experience. We had some free time. And so the guy's all, oh, what's your what's your code? Like, what do you mean? What's the code? Oh. You have to go. And he was very, he was very thorough. Honestly, he he's like, it, go yeah. to BurgerKing.com. You gotta download this, put in your email address, and then they'll. Then you pick this store location. He gave us the address of the store location. That's right. And then when you do that, it'll send you a code, and then you can get your cheese. Then you can get your Whopper. Like, oh, that's a process. But you know what? There's nobody behind us. I was able to actually reverse, go into the drive, go back into the parking lot. You know, we spent our couple minutes, and we did it. Like, let's try this out. Literally less than five minutes, we're back into the drive-through lane, and we're like the same guy. Hey, welcome to Burger King. We don't have number one, three, five, seven, six. Like so I was like, stupid. I was like, what is he talking about? I was, I was like, hey, hey, you I was like, hey we just, hey, we would just talk to you. We like, uh, we just want to get those two whoppers. We did, we got the code for you. He's like, oh, I did give you Gross. a code. We're out oh. of whoppers. Like literally out of, out of whoppers, and like a whole list of other things. Like, and we just talked to him. And he had us download this code to get a Whopper when, in actuality, he's been out of Whoppers. They must get so, credit or something for this. Or, like, they have they, so There has like, to be something. So, I mean, like, he obviously you could tell he was on there. He was on something, probably high. Oh, yeah. So, we laughed. Like, oh, this dude's really messed. He's on some we good like, stuff. we were like, whatever. Yeah, he's Move on some on. good stuff. We literally, like, giggle about it and laugh. Like, okay. That was a fail. Let's go. Yeah. But you know, I mean, that didn't ruin the. And we didn't go experience. out of our way. We just yeah. went by I mean, it. It was right there. And yeah, I was like, that, oh, look, they're still open. There's nobody there. Maybe yeah. they're still doing it. And I was kind of, I was already kind of prepared. You know, okay, yeah, they'll be. It's ten o'clock. They'll be out. You know, but the next day when we tried it, I didn't expect them to be out because it wasn't as late. It was like eight or nine. But again, it's a fast food place, and it was Saturday. You know, two people in line. 
So we were prepared this time. We do our little code. You get a code on your separate account. I get, you a, get code. a code. You get a code. You Everybody get a code. Everybody gets a code. On my separate account. Oh, here. We'll play a little commercial. Here's actually a little commercial just so we know what we're talking about. Get ready for a whopper of a deal this weekend. Burger King first introduced its signature sandwich back in 1957. So to celebrate the sandwich's 64th birthday, the fast food chain is offering up a whopper for its original price today and tomorrow. That's just 37 cents. The deal is only available through Burger King's Royal Perks Reward Program on its app. Mm, Get ready for Royal Perks for my ass. <laughs> but no, yeah, so download this Royal Perks Reward. First of all, no sign anywhere in either restaurant, right? No, nothing near, not, not even like a little small lean-to sign. Here, here's the app. No, nothing. you were supposed to have read the fine print before you went to order. Right, or heard so, this so, stupid news article. So what I like. gathered from that is like they, they, they drew people to Burger King and, you know, drive throughs are usually open now because of COVID. And so they drew people there and, and people are hungry. So they, they wait for you to order your burgers and like, oh, did you, or, did you download the royalty app off of Burger King? He's like, no, I did not. But then, no, yeah, sir, obviously, I no, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't download a Burger King no. app. Yeah, I mean, and then so you just, uh, yeah, you know, it's like, so at that point, you're like, whatever, just give me the number one, number three, and whatever, and you, and you move on your way. So, well, it's they, actually they probably they quick, wanted, so they you got can do it there. pretty quick. See, I don't think that's what they wanted. See, I think what they wanted is to actually take these people through this experience and show them how modern Burger King is now and get their email, maybe get them download a Burger King app and have Burger King pop up all the time on their phone. I actually think that's what it was. Um, didn't Burger King just buy Del Taco, or is that somebody else? No, that's, that's, somebody, uh, else? that's somebody else. Okay, Del, um, Jack in a Box. Jack in a Box. Good. We'd have to ban Del Taco too. That'd be bad. No, we won't be doing that. <laughs> no, all right. So I think they wanted this whole experience. Like we're modern, we're cool. We get that chicken sandwich. You're gonna like us now. We're we're. I bet they're. I think they're rebranding and everything. This whole thing like was a fail. So we we got the codes. We get up there and we're like, oh yeah, we have our code, we're ready, as the lady said. She, she said something very rude in the beginning. I really wish I could remember what it was, but it was. Just, I remember just being like, That's, she, she must not be happy. Well, no, day. we tried to get two whoppers, like, you can only get one. Oh, yeah, yeah. And an, old, an older lady, like, you can only lady. get one. It's like, oh, okay, cool, like, fine. No, she said in the beginning something was off, too, I could tell. But but that was, I think, maybe the second thing. And then you said, oh, we could just go around. But I looked and it said per account. That's the whole thing. You know, what if you had four people in a car and they're all working together? Yeah, it's per account. That's why there's a code. That's why you get a code. So it's per code, which is per account. She just didn't want to do it. It was very obvious. So I was like, ma'am, you must be having a bad day, but that is unacceptable. And then she kind of went off and stuff. But then we were trapped in the drive-thru, which I was fine with, because I was like, I'm going to get your name, bitch. In your face, I was just sitting there the whole time like, hmm, let me find out what the name of this franchise owner is and how I can contact him. And then we had the camera ready. It was perfect preparation time. And then we'll, we'll ruin her life later, Jesse. And it's not just like... It's it's just not like ruining someone's life. It's oh, just for like, me it is. No, I but but it. I mean, let me tell Teaching you. Teaching a lesson. Let me tell you why. If though, I right? own that Burger King, I will be so no, that's, angry. That's what I'm, this is what I'm getting into. So angry. And she was the manager. Well, that's obviously, right. Doctor Whoever still hasn't processed that because he's, he's a little. He's still obviously it's a little hot. So the thing, the thing is though, is like I'm just when, amazed sometimes your uh, lack of professionalism. Can I speak, please? Yes, yes. Thank you. So when. When you're working in that type of industry and you're and you you're the manager, you have to have some type of professionalism 
that is what you do. You're in customer service. It's not an easy job. Never said it was easy. But I mean, you treat every customer that goes in there um, like they're your last customer you, or you need them to frequent your establishment. And that's always that's always thing. And it's not fair to the franchise owner who maybe, you know, just owns one franchise. We're thinking Burger King as a, as a huge conglomerate. But I'm talking about just one franchisee could have saved all their money to buy this one Burger King, you know, to support their family. And now you have this one employee that is creating all this negative interaction for your customer base in your community. And it's just not fair. If you don't like your job, and just quit. Do something else. Don't be there and stay miserable and ruin everybody else's is, is life and, you know, this person. This and my whopper. Yeah, I mean, it's just not cool. I mean, do something else with your life. I mean, yeah, like, I could get that more if it was just the random dude making the, well, $20 an hour for all I know how much they make. But, like, she, she was the manager, and then she refused to come and show her face at the window as the manager. And we had to just, like, tell the dude, oh, it's all right, we already, we already looked it up, I mean. You can, you know how quick it is to find a franchise owner of a fast food restaurant? They usually have a sticker right there on the window that says, how are we doing? If there's anything we've done wrong, do our survey, call this number. They want to know, and believe me, they're going to find out. You want to get in some LGBTQ plus QA news today? Let's go. We'll be right back with that. I'm never going to get a Whopper again, I guess. <laughs> yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen! Yeah! LGBTQ plus news making headlines. Stand clear. There will be glitter. Like feminine, or are you more like masculine? feminine? I can already tell when you open your mouth, the rainbow fell out. <laughs> okay, girl, bye. Bye. Most Americans are repelled by the mere notion of homosexuality. The CBS News survey shows that two out of three Americans look upon homosexuals with disgust. No matter what you preach, you say. No matter what you preach, you say. Do you remember a kid called Ryan White um, from back in like the 90s, I think? Or maybe it's the 80s. Yeah, it was the 80s. Like, I remember his name. Um, but basically, like, only because of, like, you know, things that have come up since then. Um, well, he was that kid when I describe him. I think you'll know. He had hemophilia. And I think in, like, the 1980s, early 1980s, he had a blunt transfusion and he got AIDS. It was, like, the first time a... Kind of, they say like a human face was uh, put on like the AIDS virus, and it kind of they're saying you know it's like it gave people I don't know more of like a, it's not just the weird evil gaze it could be me or it could be you you know kind of thing. Um, but I guess he would have turned fifty years old this week. So oh really? Imagine how long you know it's th things like that. It's interesting to notice how far we've come. You know when you hear things like that, like yeah. The 80s seemed far away, but when you think about it in like a lifetime, you know what I mean? He died at the age of, at the age of 18 in April 1990. And today, or sorry, uh, two days ago, would have been the 50th birthday. Let's, when you see the picture, you might recognize him. Do you recognize this? You've probably seen him in like news clips and stuff. I don't know. I feel like I remember it being talked about like, um, I don't know, back in the 90s more. And, well, what about this Colton Underwood? You know this guy at all? Uh, the Bachelor guy, right? Yes. So I don't watch The Bachelor, but I guess everybody hates him. Um, I guess he claimed he wasn't gay, right? Like, he was on The Bachelor as a straight guy, right? 
Was that the whole thing? It wasn't a gay bachelor, was it? Hmm, That's no, the whole point, no, right? I don't like think there ever has been one. Oh, okay, maybe. So, so he went on the Bachelor like he's a straight dude, knowing he's not. But now he's coming out with all these like lovey photos of him and his new boyfriend and a dog. Yeah. And people are like, people are like, no boo. I guess they're like, even some people I personally know are like writing these like open letters on Facebook. I mean, like, calling him disgusting and he should be ashamed and all that. I mean, eh, I don't know about all that, Jesse. I mean, I mean, it depends. I mean, I, you can't say that in a way because, I mean, isn't there a time where some gay people were experimenting or felt like they got, you know, I mean, pressured into, like, living up to these norms? I mean, yeah, granted, he went on a TV show to, to you know, to find love with a woman. Um, but, I mean, it, who knows what his situation was and, like... And now he's openly gay, and you know he's proud of it. And I, so I can't judge the person because I don't know his life oh, yeah, situation. I, don't judge you know either. I, mean? I just think, I think people in college do. have dated girls or hooked up with girls that were gay. And does, does that mean now that they're proudly gay that they should be shunned for you know dating those two girls that you know, were tricked? Now they were tricked by a gay guy. Oh, yeah, what mean? was it like? So you ever it gold know. gold star gay card? People would say. Yeah. Yeah. I remember people used to say that. Hallelujah. Bless your heart. Why don't we've already talked about Juicy Smollett? <laughs> but, uh, I almost don't even remember what it all was, but, like, originally he was, he claimed he was attacked in Chicago on the way from, like, a subway, right? Or that these guys, like, beat him up and it was, like, MAGA Trump people and all this stuff. So it was, like, MAGA people, anti-gay, anti-black. He was like anti-everything, you know? Yeah, he was using everything under the rainbow, literally. It might be a bit much be, now that I think about it. To be accused, like accusing his attackers. Of He's like, how many things can I add in here? How marginalized, how marginalized just can I... And I, when I think about it that way, I can see how people would have been are more offended. Like, you know, because he's offended everybody. Yeah, and I, and I think it was like, it was at the time, because I remember that experience. Like, I was like outrage for him too and I felt bad I was kinda for like, him because, eh. because you know what I mean before like the fact that you, you just assume like I think we're all kind of wired to like assume that people when they accuse someone of being attacked or something that they're being honest about it they're, mm. they're legit like He's a, he was a, he's a when I saw he that little a, cut on his I mean, face, it was like a, it, the dog has scratched me worse with his fingers. Yeah, but he was before. but he was a celebrity at the time, doing fine. His career was doing fine. Like no, why? it wasn't. That's the thing. It wasn't, and people knew that. Well, so I, I think mean, that was part of the issue that people. I think like, people knew. would assume his, his career was doing fine. Why would well, I never heard of? Why him would you make up all me, these yeah. these you know accusations like a Trump person? You know, someone beat me because I'm gay and I'm black. I mean, like, so many communities stood up behind him and, like, stood up for him and, like, had his back. So, my whole thing with that is, like, it's just so messed up because you you took all these marginalized communities and they used their voice to help you and empower you oh, at they the were, time. People and, are being embarrassed. And you I would be so mad. And you lied and, and, dis- and made those communities look like... Every time another another black person or the gay person is attacked for reals, that they that they won't get the same media attention, True. or they'll be questioned for those attacks. Like, are they really telling the truth? Did that really happen? And it's not cool because these communities, especially transgenders, are attacked and killed on a regular basis. And someone that steals that that light away and you know the attention that they deserve to to end some of these crimes, it's it's really messed up. So, and that. 
in that, I think he should he should serve some jail time because he's doing a huge disservice to a lot of our our mar marginalized communities that really do need the attention, the spotlight shine, and a lot of these injustices and like attacks taking place. Well, I think he'll definitely get probation and have to pay some money. And I mean, the public shaming is probably going to be the worst thing he'll face. And I think that's going to be pretty drastic and deserved, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. We'll get into some sports news. We were talking about some stuff earlier that you were you brought up, and I had like some little spin on it too. So you want to get into that real quick? Let's do it. All right, let's get into some sports news. It's not too often, so I don't even know where that button is, but here it is. We'll be right back. Sports on Doctor Whoever. You've got to learn to be able to put the ball in your hands. Your hands are what makes it possible. Your shoulder pads are hard and stiff. Your we had a goal and we had a dream. It's a pretty special feeling. It's a dream come true. And it is. Uh, <laughs> that's that's kind of that's kind of gay, but. So all these like um these college players now are gonna have the opportunity to start cashing in, right, Jesse? We um they there was some new a new laws that were changed, and the story that I found is uh, every Houston Texan Longhorn offensive lineman on scholarship will be receiving $50,000 annually for the use of their name in a, uh, for a charity and nonprofit. This was announced on Monday. So we got this. We want to be We just can't wait to play. And I know you heard things about that too, from different, um, what's your, what's your side of it that you've heard? Let me, let's give people a little bit of background. Yeah, I don't know this yet, so you probably have like more people of like us who aren't really like you, triple SA or you Well, so, well, here's the thing though, so. Uh, up until like last year when the law was passed in California and a few other states, I believe as well, that only professional athletes can monetize, you know, playing sports and, you know, you know, having a brand where they, you know, wear their clothes or mm -hmm. wear, uh, drive a car and they get paid for that. Mm -hmm. That wasn't an open option to collegiate level athletes, even though... Uh, all these colleges make millions and oh, millions yeah. of dollars I and I think we just saw a coach recently that just signed like a 10 year contract worth 50 million dollars so people are making a lot of money off of these college level athletes but they in return unless you went professional didn't make any money and that's kind of changed now and then by the time they make it they might be injured or hurt or something and they, they can't take advantage of the professional career because of you know because of that and yeah, I mean, any other kid, college kid can go out and get a job at a pizza hut, you know, if they're good at making pizza, why can't you go, you know, get a job at doing football or be paid for doing the job you're doing? Yeah, so so up until that. this point, it was either, you know, you're on a paid scholarship, so your compensation was either free school or the hopes of becoming a professional athlete and hopefully eventually making millions of dollars, which isn't always the case for, I'd say... 95 or even more percentage of these college athletes but now um here in las vegas uh there's a group where it's helping college students uh, particularly football and basketball monetize what they're doing it's called blue print sports um and they've had these businesses with local businesses like one is a suit store to where all the athletes get like a 1800 suit to wear That's press nice. conferences or graduation, and there's also another one where they, um, I think it's Automotive Group pays them $500 in transportation allowances, which either goes for your car payment or Lyft or Uber expenses. Uh, but the, here's the cool part, which I really, really love, is that 
uh, all these students that you know partake in this, they have to take some type of business management course mm. to to learn mm -hmm. and educate themselves on you know business and like you know saving money. So it's actually it's actually a really positive thing, and I think it's something that's not readily available all the time for, for students, especially high school and college, to teach you how to save money I and agree. to build on you know and monetize what you're doing to, for long term, you know, and as we get older. Oh, yeah. But I think it's really cool, and I like, I'm really curious to see how that plays out with, you know, because that makes a huge difference now, like, what college you go to. Like, say you're going to go to UNLV or you're going to Texas. Hey, Texas is giving their athletes $50,000 a month now. Well, you got to so be probably the real good one. Yeah, go but that's now. what I mean. So it makes all these, you know, colleges yeah. a little well, more it makes it even more, and for it's, maybe the kid that... Let me put this full circle. Let me put this full circle. So it's kind of similar to those workers at McDonald's now. Not that you know these college athletes are McDonald's workers, but now puts the player and the worker in the driver's seat to, to make more money because now they they can go somewhere else to, that's going to pay them more money. And their sometimes talents. I think these these kids, like even if they are great at football or great at soccer or whatever, like sometimes they don't always come from the best families and. With this, they would have the opportunity to be able to go to school and feel like they can leave their family and still be able to support them because, and take that and take that risk of four years in college instead of getting a job and doing whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I, I like it. I mean, it gives people more opportunity just to figure out what they want to do, and um, that's good. In my book, I like it. Well, yes. um, you want to get in some uh, world politics news? We'll see what's going on in the you know. With COVID and all that shit, I guess. Yeah, Might as well. <laughs> when will it ever end, my God? We'll be right back. This is the Dr. Ever Project. story I've uh, I like saw like a day or two or two at least um, the UAE like the United Arab Emirates and all this stuff Jesse mm -hmm. so like we're we're here in America we want to go like less we want to work less people are like give me that four day work week let me work from home mm -hmm. they're switching to more work they already do a four day work week but they're going to a four and a half day work week I guess it looks like really? um, yeah the United Arab Emirates will move it's weekend to Saturday and Sunday for state employees, breaking ranks with the rest of the Gulf as it accelerates the pull, the push to draw in international investment and business. So they're trying to be more like the rest of the world, you know, to be more competitive. Um, let's see. Uh, other Gulf nations, including Saudi Arabia, uh, currently go Sunday to Thursday. So, so Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Or no, maybe they work Sunday through Thursday. Let's see. 
I have some different news also that kind of just popped up on my little right. Twitter feed. I guess they have that holy day, that's why. Interesting. There will be a four and a half day working week with Friday, a holy day, and Islam being a half day. So they get four. I'll take that. I always like some half days. Yeah, I mean, I'll take that whatever. I feel like once you're like starting to get tired, like, oh, it's over. People already, we're already over that though. Like in our country, it's like, eh, just give us the whole day off. (laughs) What do you got? What do you got over there? I mean, it's not the best news for for Las Vegas, but it's kind of like a reality of what. Let me get my Las Vegas news on. Is it Las Vegas topic? It's Las Vegas news. All right, we'll be right back. We'll get into some Las Vegas then. Okay, so Las Vegas news is Las Vegas area school ranked second worst in the nation. I saw that today. Yeah, so a national report ranks Las Vegas region second worst for school quality among the nation's 50th largest metropolitan areas. And it's kind of been something that's been a, it's not something that's new and surprising to people that live in Vegas. And I think people are still trying to figure out why that is. It's because maybe because it's a transient that's or why. Well, that's huge exactly military why. installments. Well, that goes in with that. That that goes um, in with it being a transient city. Yeah. Yeah. So it's always been an issue of like finding really quality uh, school teachers here, and and unfortunately, Vegas suffers from having some of the worst schools, which which really stops the growth for the state when you're thinking of like trying to like expand. To a tech hub or some other some other assets like like Austin does like has become like a tech hub for Texas. But I guarantee you this will change with the recent influx and with the recent investment in people from you know California and like all of our neighbors are from other places. Um, that's going to bring teachers number one that are willing to stay because they're here to relocate. But that's also going to bring parents from families that are used to getting. A good quality education. They're not going to tolerate, um, not going to tolerate, you know, bad, you know, results for their kids. And you know, it'll all work out together to for the best. But you know, I guess there's one thing you only you can only come up from that, right? <laughs> well, I mean, there's still the 50th spot. So North Carolina, when I looked it up, um, where I'm from, we used to be really good, but we're becoming more of a transient state in North Carolina as well because of the recent influx from people from Florida and New York and up north. Um, so that's, it's the same kind of trend. It just is, uh, it's a reality, you know? But if you looked up like Arizona, but they would have fairly good schools or like Iowa, somewhere where people go and they don't really leave, they stay for a good amount of their life. Yeah, so you have like generational teachers working there. Yeah, and... yeah. Yeah, but that's, but that's the, the news I had regarding uh, Las Vegas schools. Let's see any other Las Vegas news. I'm sure we did. I know they're um, finally talking about um, doing a high-speed rail, Jesse. Have you heard about this? Yeah, and it's a part of uh, the Build Back Better infrastructure plan. It looks like it would be... Uh, it's some, what's the place in California? Uh, sort of an L. No, sorry, V. Victoriaville or Victorville. Victorville. 
Um, the line will go from Rancho Cucamonda to Victorville with plans to expand to Las Vegas. So we know where Rancho Cucamonga is. Yeah, we do. So that's like San Diego-ish. And then to Victor. Well, we, we've been to Victorville too, right? Isn't that one of those little sketchy places we went to one time yeah, where I had to go yeah, to? Yeah, it was kind of super yes. sketchy. I've been there. So it's going to come from there to Vegas. But that's that means you would have to go all the way out there to get on the train to Vegas. You know what I mean? So like... I guess that's not as bad, driving there with no traffic versus five hours to Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But it'd have to be nice, cheap parking, and they have to make it easy for people. Like, you go to go drive your electric vehicle, you get to charge it for free while you ride the train for free to Vegas. That's how it should be. Everything should just be free, free, free. <laughs> uh, so, um, the governor here in Nevada... He's talking more nonsense about masks, I guess. So, um, it's the rule we all know. He's for now indoor and public spaces. You still have to wear the goddamn face mask. Um, Nevada is only one of a of a just a few states, I think, to keep this nonsense going for this long um, and piss people off indefinitely to their own detriment. Um, but. I mean, uh, I, I get to, it. Before, before, let me just defend myself before I jumped on. Um, I get it in certain places, but like places that you go to, optionally, like a gym or a casino or somewhere you would have to pay tickets for. I don't understand the reason to need to wear a mask anymore because you can clarify vaccines if you just try, and then that would be safer for everyone because people aren't wearing the mask anyway. I don't care what you say. But I get it in grocery stores and places where people have to go to, have to go to, to wear the mask. But it's this optional, like going out to a bar. You can't enjoy the bar or, or your experience doing something fun because of these stupid masks. But mm -hmm. continue. Uh, I was just going to say that um, with, like, the governor kind of just took himself out of the equation and just put... You know, we're following CDC guidelines mm -hmm. for infection rates, and and that's that will dictate where we move forward in the state. So it's kind of like an unbiased kind of view of like how to move forward. So if people get vaccinated and people do what they're supposed to do, I mean, then restrictions come off. If people don't get vaccinated and don't do what they're supposed to do, then things stay in how they are. So he's left it in the hands of like everyday people, but it does suck for the people that have been like ourselves that have been vaccinated multiple times too many times and, and i'm not doing it again i'm not i'm not i'm done no i never got a flu vaccine in my life but i played along with this thing this time i did it but i'm done i'm, I'm over it i'm done like i saw somebody the guy from pfizer is like oh we're ready for the fourth vaccine oh no it's just it's over this is getting a little ridiculous and like i'm just i'm getting to the point where i'm almost like what are we i feel it it's to the point where if i'm thinking these questioning these things other more rational people too. It's like, what are we gonna just keep doing this forever? Keep do, doing this and talking about it on the news every day and making up vaccines and all this, my God, like, I don't know. It's just getting too much. It's just too much, Jesse. Mm -hmm. Well, let's get into some food news, Jesse. It is the holidays. <laughs> Healthy is hard during the holidays, isn't it? It can be difficult, oh. especially when it's cold and dark outside. It can be. Well, let's take a break and we'll be right back. We'll get into Healthy is Hard right here on the Dr. Ever Project. I'm feeling a little better, Jesse. I'm getting more of a flow. Good, good. It only took like a whole hour.
KBUT, the Butt, New Las Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by. be healthy, especially around the holidays, isn't it, Mr. Jesse? It is. It's cold and dark in I usually, like, I, I, I tend to lose weight during the holidays, though, because it's like, I don't know, I get stressed out about stuff, but... You stressed out during the holidays? No, never. Why? I don't even know why I'm stressed. I just bring it upon myself, like you say. Well, um, well speaking of Dr. Now, I hear, I hear his lovely voice on here. So, um, that new season of 600 Pound Life is so good. That makes me want to eat. I watch them just pound these like pancakes and like delicious cheeseburgers. It makes me want to go get some hibachi or something. <laughs> well, um, Jack in a Box is buying one of your favorites, Jesse. I'll let you say That's it. And um, I don't know. When I met you, I was like, Del Taco. What the fuck's what the fuck's a Del Taco? And I was like, oh, that's pretty good. I kind of like this Del Taco. Um, so the Jack in the Box company is going to pay out $575 million to acquire Del Taco. Um, that's, you know, it sounds like a lot of money, but I mean, Del Taco could be, Jack in the Box is pissing people off. They could be like the new one, you know? Yeah, it's all about um, creating those experiences. Yeah, you know, that cultural appropriation people don't like anyway with the Taco Bell nonsense. That's what it sounds like you're saying. What are we going to make for Thanksgiving? We're just going to do like the, uh, are we going to do a honey and a turkey or uh, just a honey baked ham? Oh, that's um, right. We have like three turkeys. That's, well, Thanksgiving that's, that's already happened. Like tur- so oh, sorry. I mean Christmas. I get, I, I forget when it is sometimes. I just, that's the thing. I just don't care like what day it is and what holiday it is and not all this stuff. People get all like spend all this money and waste all this money and for this just special day. It just annoys me. Oh, does it now? <laughs> Alright, what else do you want to talk about today? Hey, I got a song for you. What is it? Should I pull it up and play it, or are you going to play it? Oh, that is me. Uh-huh. Oh, we should talk about that, um... I did kind of want to go to this Santa experience. Oh, did you, Mr. Grinch? Well, that's the thing. So I wanted to go to this like Santa experience. It looked really cool. It's like a Santa experience. You ride a train and all this stuff. But then I was, as I was reading it, it says um, you have to wear a mask the whole time. And I'm like, well, what's the point? Of, what's the point of doing that if I can't even take a picture and I gotta be? You're supposed to get a hot chocolate and have like you get like a free hot toddy or a free mixed drink or whatever he's like it's like a package they're doing it for adults it's like adults night at the boulder city um train whatever uh, santa train express mm-hmm. and it really seemed kind of cool i was like oh it'd be fun you know it's just like something fun we could do you could buy tickets so you just you know you don't have to wait you just kind of like pop in and like you're already ready to go you know i don't like to wait for anything wait for tickets or anything um but then i was just like reading it, and i even asked you i was like oh this sounds cool we should totally do this and then got down to the very last thing, and it says, uh, masks require at all times. 
So, I think yeah. you'll be fine. One less Christmas activity on your yeah, list will, will do you good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think about this um, David Perdue against... Um, God, what the hell's her name? I just lost it. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, Stacey Abrams for governor in Georgia. What do you think about that? Oh, Stacey Abrams is amazing. I, th- I think it's... You think um, that's going to make... Uh, you think she's going to be able to draw people out nationally? Uh, no, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to stick to in-state to mobilizing I think base. people think that she has but, a really good draw for people in general to like bring people kind of to... Well, she'll bring attention together. To, to, on a national level. But I mean, what Stacey Abrams is able to do in, in Georgia with... You know, getting people registered to vote that don't know is engaged in the political process. Um, she has a very good chance, and it's gonna. If unless there's some like gerrymandering going on in the states, it's looking pretty good for her. Nice. All right, we'll let's take a break, and we'll get back, and we'll find out the last couple stories we're gonna talk about. Then we'll close out for the day. How about that, Mister Jesse? Sounds good. your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT. The bus. This is Dr. Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. I'm really so stupid. So apparently, um, Anderson Cooper back in the day, Jesse, remember I told you that like when I was in, um, middle school, we watched this like thing in the morning and it was like a news show called Channel One and Anderson was the host. Yeah, you told me about that. Um, apparently he was the host of some other things too when he was younger. And one of those is now streaming on Netflix. It's a spy themed competition show, um, where viewers can actually play along. And it was done from the 2001 to 2004, it looks like. So you got a young, still somewhat silver-headed fox, Anderson Cooper. The game is called The Mole. (laughs) So I'm definitely going to find that. You know I'll find that. I love some Anderson. Anderson is pretty great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, speaking of Anderson and, I guess, CNN, um, Chris Cuomo, I guess he's out um, of CNN permanently. I knew when they suspended him indefinitely. That I was like, yeah, well, I mean, he's probably not going to be coming back. And I was, I even thought, well, would he even want to come back, like, you know, like, after after that, like, after being, you know what I'm saying? Like, they obviously didn't want to stand behind him, or they would have. Mm-hmm. Um, but that new guy, Smirconish, that's not going to last long. What do you think about <laughs> Like, that's, I mean, not, that's not bringing any viewers like, so in my I've, I've seen Smirconish, like, on, like, oh, he, he does, like, a little bit, like, here and there. And well, like, no, he's on oh, the not, weekend no, and nobody's no, yeah. listening. And, yeah. I, and I've seen it, and like, oh, it's not bad. But I but I feel like I was watching the other day, and it was kind of like he was reading, answering tweets. And, like, it was a part of his show, like, someone had this kind of comment. And this is, then he would respond to it and, like, give information. I was like... Well, I mean, interesting concept, but it's like, but it was just boring. He is boring. I was like, and, and I'm a political person. I love politics, but I didn't. But in wanna, a fun way. I didn't want to hear like what people were commenting on his Twitter account, and like, and he would defend it or you know be against it, and like it was just for primetime TV. Just 
it just wasn't something I wanted to watch. He's just, he's and, not and I know funny. he just and I know he's just filling in the spot for for the time being. But you're CNN. How can you not find somebody better than him for a prime time anchor spot? Is that's kind of I don't they know. should have put Acosta on there. I think he's oh, great. Yeah. I love Dan Acosta. I feel like he should take over from what well, he does Jim take Acosta. over. Jim Acosta, yeah, he he, he um, sometimes comes in for the the Wolf Blitzer when he's off, and yeah. I kind of thought that they would they would bring him in, but uh, who knows? Well, I guess these sheriffs also they really want to like get these guys. So there's a sexual assault charges on Chris Cuomo now. Apparently, there's something else going on with um, Don Lemon is being accused of giving insider information about in, insider information to Jesse Smollett. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Don Lemon was like texting Jesse Smollett and was like, "Hey, the cops don't believe you. You know, cops don't believe you, bro. Just heads up." And that's, but I mean, eh, you know, is that really a big deal? I don't know. Is that really a big deal? Um, I did have some funny news. Uh, this is uh, it's just kind of some uh, science news. I know everybody's worried about. I know everybody's like worried about the vaccine. Like, you know, I'm, I was a little bit worried about it too. Like I told you, like, I'm not getting like a fourth, fifth, sixth. I'm just not doing this. Like, I got it. I played along so I could get back to my life, but I'm kind of done with it. But um, I got some interesting, weird science for you. We'll be right back. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? I know I showed you this article. Um, there was a guy, a picture of a guy basically standing somewhere at a Capitol trying to get attention. And the sign said, anti-vax group creates unvaxed sperm crypto. So they're trying to create some like unvaxed sperm cryptocurrency. Um, you know, to, you know, the whole thing is like that the COVID virus somehow taints men and women's fertility. And I guess they're trying to targeted on that but um the article before that literally in the same timeline of scroll was titled uh the pandemic is worsening young people's mental health so i definitely think it is i mean people are going a little crazy it's just like the surgeon general you know warning this that um young people are facing devastating mental health effects as a result of challenges experienced by this generation including you know the coronavirus and I mean, I really believe, like, we're going to have a hard time coming back as a society. Like, that school shooting that we just had, um, and then all these Congress people come out with their their photos of their kids holding their rifles after some kid just went through and was like, to, like, four different kids at a school. Um, that's not appropriate, and... But, but I think we're going to begin to see more and more effects of that just be normalized now because people are just so wacky and I think they're just so wacky and so taken away from normal society they don't even know how to act anymore what do you think I, don't know, I think things under like like Donald Trump and like people kind of like it brought like the crazies to the forefront and I feel like they feel like vindicated with what they were saying and I and I and I kind of feel like the news is validating a lot of that uh, sensationalism because it makes good news. People want to hear about it, mm-hmm. like, like the the photo of the, you know the whole family, you know, with the assault rifles or guns. 
it makes good news to, to show that because so many people, like, you know, majority of Americans are for some type of gun reform. So those type of pictures, like, make the news. And but I, what I think is happening is, like, we're sensationalizing these people and, like, giving them, like, what we did with Trump. Like, we gave them so much free airplay and free media that it kind of just makes people become a little bit extreme so they can kind of feel like, hey, people will pay attention if, the, the more crazier I get. And I kind of feel like that's what kind of society has gone to. Like, even other Republicans are calling these guys idiots and shock jocks and um, stuntmen, uh, you know, which is, is what they are. You know, they're not making... Matt Gates is lucky he's not in prison. Marjorie Taylor Greene is not even on any committees. And who's the other one? What's her name? Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, him, and some Bobert, right? And some Bobert. Yeah. Michelle Bober, I don't know. She's not worth knowing. But that's the thing. Like, um, I think she's on the committees, but I, I don't Like, how effective are these people? And um, I wonder, are they really effective or are they just entertaining? Like, it's, I'm curious to see if these people are actually able to drive people out to the polls to vote like Trump was. What, are they able to I be a driving people, force? Because their books don't sell. I'll put it that way. Look up this book sells for these people. They're not, nobody's buy, I don't. Maybe these people can't read. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's funny to be on Twitter and well, make fun of all the isn't, liberals. isn't their target audience. Well, that's what I mean, though. But political people that read are usually smarter and people that are in politics are usually more educated. And I think that these stunt people are trying to bring out the dumbest and the lowest common denominator in society that you know the people that are a little bit lower that are missing a few french fries from their happy meal and but i don't know if they're if they are going to be able to bring that out like donald trump was because he was he brought people out that just came out to vote for him just because i like him he's cool he orange you know yeah, well, I mean, I guess we'll see, but I think I think what people are, some politicians on the Republican side are trying to test the waters is if, if entertainment equals a vote uh, back in their home districts. Mm-hmm. Is that something we're I gonna, like that. That was we'll good. Out, you know that was a good line. That was a good line. That was a good one. You get two applause for that one. <laughs> well, speaking about Trumpy, um, for a <laughs> so this, um, this Devin Nunes guy, he's... Uh, I guess he re- he's uh, going to quit Congress to become the CEO of Trump's media company. Um, that company, I thought he already came out with a Trump thing and it didn't work. It was like a website. Is this like a secondary Trump thing? It's, I don't keep I up with all social Trump. media platform. Yeah, but he already, they already came out with one. It was like him and the My Pillow guy. I thought maybe yeah. this is a second thing. It's going to be called Trump Media and Technology Group. God, it's amazing. What a God, he is a branding genius. Let me tell you what. Well, we'll keep you up to date on just how all that works. Um, let's uh, let's let's uh, get ready to close it out. But we'll get in some mad money with Bad Bunny, Mr. Jesse, and then we'll be done for the day after after the wrap up, of course. Sounds good. My mission is simple: to make you money. I'm here to level the playing field for all investors. There's always a bull market somewhere, and I promise to help you find it. Mad Money starts now. From this picture, uh, is where came my name, you know, Bad Bunny, because I was 
I don't look mad, but I know that I was mad. I was mad. You know, I was trying to smile again. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, that didn't work. With the basket full of eggs. Yeah. No. You were an actual bad bunny. Yeah. And that's where it <laughs> See? And that's <laughs> Well, today on the Mad Money with Bad Bunny, Jesse, it is a it is a really mad money one. Like I think this might blow your mind when you hear these numbers. Um, it did kind of shock me a little bit. Um, the very first stat, not that surprising. On the globe, the uh, 2,750 billionaires control 3% of the wealth in like the world. But what I think is unique is. That's up from 1% in 1995. So that's where it is here. So since the internet age and the, the Walmart age and the Amazon age and the, even the closing of like Toys R Us, like the big box store, Circuit City, Radio Shack, all these ones that were just kind of put out of business and then you have the Survivor, Best Buy, you have the Survivor, Amazon and Walmart, you have the Survivor, Kroger, Grocery. Um... We're going to have to start thinking about that monetarily and how we move forward in society and how we work together as workers and get paid and also spend the money. Because if, if all your money is being spent at just these few things, we do need to be taxing these people more, obviously. What do you think, Mr. Jesse? Yeah, I 100% agree with that. And I think people that control like, I, I that go out of my way that to as do well. that. I go out of my way to buy stuff from Amazon. Okay, you know I do. I like it. I just like having it show up. I don't even mind waiting, you know, four or five days for it. It's for me. It's better than like going, having to go to a store, put on a goddamn mask, park, worry about the dog being left at home, forgetting something, worry about just all that stuff. I I prefer that, and that's. So many other people prefer that too, and it's just we need to accept that that's what we've decided as our as a society that we're going to pretty much. I feel like most of the commerce is going to be done like that, and then say you want to buy somebody a special gift or something, maybe you go to a specialty store. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you don't really need many specialty stores nowadays. Even the sex shops are like closed. You buy like. You'd be surprised what kind of nastiness is on Groupon, Jesse. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, something about Drake. Oh, we don't talk about Drake on this show. That is a boo. Whoever put that on here? No. No Drake allowed. Well, Sweet you ready Drake. to get? In- <laughs> I cannot stand Drake. You ready to get into the broken hip hop wrap up, Mr. Jesse, for the day? Uh, how are you gonna do broken hip hop wrap up without Drake? Oh, uh, he's. I'd say he's eliminated. He's. He's not allowed. Uh, lame. All right, we'll be right back. This is the Dr. Ever Project. This is the Broken Hip Hop Wrap-Up, then we're leaving for the day? Simple, dude. It says, wrap it up. Wrap that shit up, dude. 
I don't think that's a good idea. And you want some too? Alright, so uh, today on the Broken Hip Hop Wrap Up, I don't know if he's a rapper, but I got two just in case. Is Nick Cannon a rapper? Does he rap at all? Yeah, he's rapped, yeah. Okay, he is. So I wasn't sure. Well, apparently Nick Cannon is rapping and packing, according to an Instagram photo or something that went on uh, Facebook or all over social media. Um, during his uh, radio show, I guess he was, I don't know, positioned some kind of way in a chair and a photo somehow was taken showing uh, a banana in his pants, Jesse. <laughs> and it made uh, people like just go crazy. It was uh, Nick Cannon leaked nudes have sent Twitter into a thirst trap. I never saw any nudes, but what I saw was um, just kind of, you know, Instagram pictures and stuff like that. But I still found them to be like pretty freaking hilarious <laughs> in general. I thought you were going to talk about something else though. What? So Nick Cannon uh, just announced that... Uh, his son passed away from a brain tumor. Oh, I did see that today. Yeah, I actually, to be honest, wasn't away. sure if that was like they're just talking about him because of this, or is he doing that to clean up this? Because I feel like this this story just happened. So I was like, that seems kind of odd. Or was this like a distraction? Because this this was December sixth. I'm talking about like uh, you know the father of seven leaked a. Uh, this says he leaked a. Uh, a image, a naughty image, but I never saw that. I never saw that. But there's all these like videos of people on Twitter, like pretending like they're trying to find it or whatever. They're like going through, um, going through somewhere trying to find Nick Cannon's nudes. I don't know. You know, people like to do things. I like mean, Nick Cannon, stuff. if you remember, was uh, I've never really enjoyed had, him. Had kids with uh, twins of Mariah Carey. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I mean, that's why he's in the news right now. It's Mariah Carey Christmas song time. No, but I think it was also, you know, his son passed away. That is sad. Um, and he does have a TV show. I'm not sure if he still show. is, but he also was on Power One Six. I think that's uh, what this is, was, maybe. Which is, it's, it's a syndicated show, but it was it originally started in uh, L.A. It's a yeah. big show. All right, all right. Well, in other broken hip-hop wrap-up news, we got, um, you know who Uzi Vert is? I heard that name. Little Uzi Vert? I heard that name, yeah. This is uh, Demon High. I actually kind of like it. Sounds kind of Well, uh, apparently, little Uzi Burt paid one of his fans college tuition, and the guy just is about to graduate next month, Jesse. Oh, nice. Yeah, so in a, in a video, he put out a uh, message saying, uh, Why I asked little Verzi to help me pay tuition. Um, and he put, like, you know, the whole backstory and everything. And he's going to be graduating with political science, Jesse. Hey, that's what's that up. Was that was easy. Kinda, I thought that was kind of cute, you know? Let's see if this guy actually, like, says anything. Let's see. To be honest, I'm have trouble finding the volume on this guy. Oh, he was at Temple. You did. You did one semester. That's near Philly. And you're thinking like, I used to walk around that campus. Might not be able to do this if I don't get ninety thousand dollars to pay for this. And you're like, 
joke? Do I just shoot my shot? Thousand. Like, how'd that go? So this whole uh, reasoning behind of me asking him is because my dad actually passed away when I was a young child. And, like, just the whole time being brought up, uh, my family definitely had struggles when it came to financial causes like my mom well, that's kind of cool what do you think about that like yeah, you know just cool. like to be able to ask and like the guys like sure man i'll pay you you know like hey credit or credits due in my book like i always say well we'll let the little uzi vert close us out i think this guy might have been the guy that had like the diamond implanted in his head is it that guy because he has something in his head like a piercing or something wasn't there a rapper that had like a diamond or something implanted in their head i'm like keeping up with piercings right now Alright, well, uh, we're wrapping it up for the day. If you stuck it out for the whole show, again, I appreciate it so much. Um, we'll be back. Who knows? We're trying to do more. If everybody can start feeling better around here. Yeah, but feel free to follow us on Spotify, Apple, and all other major platforms. And, also and always, uh, DrWhoever.com. DrWhoever.com. Everything can be found there. Again, appreciate it. Later. Later. wrap it up. me like I'm crazy, but then they know this right here is me. And then I'll give them the... The whole crew is back for season two. I'm out. Logan, warning, stand clear. This could affect your test. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah. No matter what she do, I'm still excellent.